Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. What if there was a Bible guide that was so basic that it allowed the Bible to teach itself? We have such a book, and we have the author of that book, Dan Kennedy, is going to promote the basic Bible guide. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Part of praying the scriptures in Jesus' name means that we have to learn the scriptures. We have to understand the Bible and the way that God wrote the book, the way that he intended for it to be understood by us, not with a lot of human opinion, not with a lot of interpretation, but just the Bible interpreting itself. Now, what if there was a guide that would teach us how to read the Bible so that the Bible could teach itself and we wouldn't have any filtered opinions, but we would just learn what God is saying. I have found such a booklet. It's called The Basic Bible Guide. And we have live in the studio right now with me, Daniel Paul Kennedy, who is the author of The Basic Bible Guide. Welcome, Daniel, to the program. Thank you, Chaplain Gordon. I am so glad you're here. Uh, because you have stumbled onto something revolutionary. And that is, and now by the way, it's, it's taking off internationally, even more overseas than it is here in America. But your inspiration was to create a book that people could use in their homes for individual study or for small group study that would allow the Bible to teach itself. What do you mean by that? Well, first of all, it was never my idea in the beginning. Going back to uh, the, my roots, I did not grow up in church at all. Grew up in a family outside of Washington, D.C. that parents divorced in the fourth grade. I was the youngest, and uh, we did not go to church. Then I used to think, well, what happens when you die? And so that had me searching in my heart. And uh, when I was 18 years old, a young man came up to me uh, basically on the street and asked me if I've accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Uh, because I thought of what happens when you die, and I heard about Jesus, and even not going to church, I said, okay, I'll do that and accepted Jesus. Well, that's kind of an important question to ask. What happens when you die? Because we've all heard this idea that maybe there's an afterlife, maybe there's a God, uh, but if you get the answer to that question wrong, you might end up in the wrong place after you die. So what did you learn about that? Okay, so that's what brought me to the next point. I, when I got home from that vacation where I was in Ocean City, Maryland, I thought to myself, I meant that decision, now what do I do? And I had no Christians in my life to ask. There were not my parents or some uncle I knew or anybody that I knew of. So I said, well, what do I do? I meant that decision. The Bible, aha. So I looked in the phone book for a Christian bookstore and went and bought a Bible. I read it at 18 years old, front to back, read it uh, every day for five years and prayed that's all I needed to do, knew to do. And um, So it wasn't some Billy Graham evangelist moment where you went forward in a church or in an altar call. You literally just started reading the Bible. Correct, yes. And uh, you know, as I did, I didn't have any background again uh, in much in education. Actually, I was a dropout of high school and I hadn't gone to church. So as I'm reading through the Bible, I thought, you know, I like this part, but I don't like that part. And if I was God, I would do it like this and not like that. 
And then something stopped me then and said, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You got to accept all of it or none of it. You can't pick and choose. So right there. What I was said, that something that stopped you, do you think? Well, now I believe and truly know it was the Holy Spirit. Yes. And it was very clear to you can't pick and choose. Yes. So right then I accepted all of it as truth and as God's word and then read, read through it front to back and read it every day for five years. So you gave your life essentially to Jesus Christ at some point. Right, with that guy on the boardwalk of Ocean City. Nice. I said, okay, Jesus, I accept you. And you began reading the Bible and, and what did you learn through that process? And how long does it take to read the Bible once? Well, it depends on how fast you read and how often you read it. You know, if it's a big priority to you, you could read it, you know, pretty quickly within, you know, a month or so if you were reading it morning, noon, and night, you know, every time right. you get a chance. Right. But they have the programs that you can read it through a year and those types of things too. So I don't remember how long it took. That was quite a few years ago, uh, but I did read it front to back and again, read it every day for five years. And this was even before you started becoming active in churches. What happened when you decided after those five years to, to go into churches and see what they think about the Bible? Well, that's kind of the next, yeah, the next thing that happened was a tragedy happened in my life at the age of 23 after five years of reading the Bible and I still was not going to church. But after that tragedy, I uh, started going to church. And I quickly realized that the people in church didn't really read their Bibles very much because you could tell by talking to them. Really? So you, not being a church person, knew more about the Bible than the average person you met in church. Right. And that blew my mind. I, I can imagine. I mean, really, I'm thinking it's the most illogical thing on the face of the earth. Is that the Word of God, that book you're holding in your hand? Yes, it's the Word of God, they'll say. Well, have you read it once all the way through? I oh. So as I'm perplexed in myself about that and going, how can this be? I hear a voice clearly in my heart, crystal clear, not in my ear, but crystal clear in my heart. You need to write a Bible study. And my reaction was, what? <laughs> Me? Right about at 23 years old. Wow. And so this is it, finally, after all these years. But that's how it, uh, it came to me. So it was never my idea in the first place. Yeah. I pretty much rejected the idea right off the bat because how in the world could I write a Bible study? So the product of that inspiration at age 23 is you began to write a Bible study, which eventually became this, the basic Bible guide, regardless of your beliefs, fact-based, no biased opinions, cover to cover, 12 simple 60-minute sessions with a group or individually. So this is designed to have help individuals but also small groups with 12 lessons and each lesson is 60 minutes and it'll help you get through the entire Bible. Right, not all the verses because that would be a lot longer, but we do cover all the 66 different books or writings of the Bible and it's covered equally uh, depending on how large the book is. The, more, the larger the book, say um, uh, the book of uh, Psalms, 150 chapters, so the bigger, or the book of Jude is one chapter. So the bigger the book of the Bible, the more it's covered. And this is honestly not Daniel Kennedy's interpretation of the Bible. What is it instead? Okay, so going back to the story a little bit, because that's kind of how I got to tell you how it happened. Right. Is, um, so then when he said, you need to write a Bible study, and I went, what, you got to be kidding. The life went on, and um, I realized that I needed to do that. Actually, I kept hear the voice a little bit softly this time, saying, you need to write that Bible study, when I would talk to somebody, and they wouldn't really know their Bible very well. 
I, it would come to me again, you need to write the Bible study. So I'm sitting in church one day and thinking, should I, now I don't know how it works or anything about it, just that I'm supposed to write a Bible study. Right. So as I'm sitting in church one day, right before the pastor gets up, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, should I write this Bible study or not? Not knowing anything about it, should I write it or not? Should I write it or not? The pastor gets up there and says, okay, everybody turn to Ephesians something. The guy right behind me in the next pew yells out in a loud voice, Ephesians, where's that? And I go, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, I think God was speaking to you by perhaps the frustration or, or maybe ignorance of the other people in the church. We need help. The, the church needs help to understand the Bible. Thank you for writing this book. We're gonna take a short break, but when we come back, I'm gonna ask Daniel Kennedy, what is the structure of this book and how does somebody get into it right away for the first time, right after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now we have an exciting 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99 or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church or call us at 866-Obey-God right now. Can I take a moment to ask you to donate today? There are such important battles that we're fighting and winning around the country to defend religious liberty. How much is the right to pray in Jesus' name worth to you? Well, to me, it was worth a 16-year career and a million-dollar pension, which I sacrificed to defend Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to call us today, toll-free at 866-Obey-God, and make a donation. How much would you pay to defend religious liberty? Would you give $10 or $20 or $100? I bet there's some people who are watching who can even give $1,000 today just to help us stay on the air, to broadcast this into people's homes, to organize these petition drives, and especially we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back to PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined again by my new friend, Daniel Paul Kennedy, who is the author of Basic Bible Guide, a group for, it's for individuals or small groups in 12 different sessions. Welcome back, Daniel, to the program. Thank you. So talk about this book. There's, there's a certain outline here, 12 different sessions, uh, about an hour each, and you have recently taken some small groups through the program. If I were a youth pastor or a Bible study group leader, what would I do if I had this in my hand? Well, I've heard from different groups. Uh, I've actually led the group three times, so I know it actually works like it's supposed to. 
Um, I've had a youth group use it, and they were uh, high school students that were believers and non-believers. And the leader told me that uh, the student said they never knew how easy it was to understand the Bible. So how this program works, first of all, every book is a leader's manual. There's one simple page of instructions for the leader. And it says that tell the group that you're just a guy, that you're not a Bible expert. As a matter of fact, if you've never seen a Bible before, you can actually lead the group with this book. You don't have to be an expert. You don't, I mean, I have a PhD in theology and even somebody like I could, re, could lead this group because it's self-explanatory, right? Right. Or, <laughs> an old Pharisee like me, I'm saying. <laughs> right, or even a middle schooler that is, again, has never seen a Bible can lead the group with this book. Right. There's also no homework or um, preparation for the group or the leader. You show up with that and a Bible and a pen if you want to take notes and you're ready to go. Very simple. So walk me through the first chapter. There's some introductions in here. What are the instructions if someone has this in their hand? Okay, there's a one-page introduction that says, we're just showing you a straightforward course. We're just showing you what the Bible declares. So if you find something you don't like about this, you can be mad at the Bible and God, not you know, basic Bible guy. We're just showing you what the Bible declares. Then uh, there's a few pages of instructions, or there's one page for the rest of the group. There's an example of how the, press, uh, the rest of the program get, works. Then it goes into uh, what does the general Bible facts, what does the word Bible mean? What is the Old Testament? What is the New Testament? What are Psalms and prophets and chapters and verses? Who wrote it and things like that? So that's so the first get session. A, get an overview of who the different authors are. There's 66 books in the Bible. I'm curious, what does the word Bible mean? Well, see, that's very interesting. Most people don't need, know that. It just means the book or the book of books. It's, uh, I believe, tabiblia in Greek. It just means the book or the book of books. Well, I suppose that's profound and yet true at the same time. I've been told that the Bible is the number one selling book of all time, most popular book ever printed on the face of the earth, uh, even more than Lord of the Rings or something <laughs> popular that we would think of. But uh, what does the Bible study leader do next? Okay, and you know, we actually talk about a couple of those facts too, about the most printed book, et cetera, because again, these are facts. As the book says, it's fact-based. You know, there's no biased opinions. So we cover some of those facts. So once you're through session one, then you're gonna actually go through all 66 books of the Bible. It pulls out highlights, as I call them, of the Bible, the main points, like God created the world. Read Genesis 1, 1 and 2, 1. Now you read those two verses and that's what it says. In the beginning, God created the earth and everything. And then Genesis 2, 1, he, everything was created. Now you've got a Bible and the basic Bible guide. So on your own, you can say, oh, I, you know what? I want to read the rest of that. And now you know where it is. But we're just telling you some facts. Genesis 1, 1 and 2, 1, read those. So you're creating a framework without reading every verse of the Bible, you're just saying, okay, here's the creation story. This is where you find it. It's in this verse and this verse. And then you have a New Testament verse that explains the Old Testament verse. Talk about that. Glad you brought that up. The biggest part, I feel, of Basic Bible Guide, and remember that none of this was my idea, by the way, when I finally said, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it at the church, then it started coming to me how to do it. Nice. So I finally, finally, finally wrote it. You think God had a hand in writing this guide? Absolutely. That's why in the book I'm called the founder, not the author. <laughs> right. And so then as you're going front to back from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, through front to back through the Bible, not all of them, but a lot of them have cross-references from the New Testament teaching you. And the cross-references are in the book, so you don't have to go looking for them. And there's only one cross-reference for application too. So uh, for instance, the very first cross-reference is in Genesis 1.26 as someone helped God create the, the world. When you read that verse, it says, let us create man in our image. Someone was with God. 
the cross references is is Jesus uh, and the Pharisees are talking to him and bugging him like they did and they said you're not even 50 years old and you know Abraham and he says before Abraham was I am okay so that ties Jesus existence back to the creation story from Genesis and now you realize Jesus was part of the co-creator with the Father and the Holy Spirit you know we believe in a Trinitarian version of God and that's affirmed in the New Testament and Old Testament Right. And so it's the New Testament teaching the Old Testament pretty much as you're going through. And now there's no other notes, there's no teaching. One of the reasons it's regardless of your beliefs and fact-based, no biased opinions, is it's just that, the cross-reference. You just move on from there. I don't say, you see this, you see that, what this really means. There's none of that in this book. Okay, so once a Bible study leader has the instructions, they have the group sitting there, everyone's got their book, everyone's got a Bible, and they begin to dig in, Talk about lessons two through 12. How does it, how does it, un, what's the outline of the entire course? Okay, I just took the Bible, I took three paper Bibles and divided them into 12 pages, uh, 12 uh, sections, averaged it out, and none of the sessions end in the beginning, or I mean in the middle of a book. They're all starting a fresh book each time you go. And the more, uh, like session two is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, it's all based on how many pages are in the Bible. And then there's another one uh, with um, uh, Ezekiel, and, and the, then you get into this Minor Prophets, and there's a lot of books covered there because they're not very big books. But as you're going, you get the uh, prophecy, then you see the fulfillment of that prophecy, like in Isaiah, uh, you see it in the book. Like when uh, Jesus sat down, or he went to the, um, into the synagogue, and he said, he opened the scroll and went to Isaiah. And he said that the blind would receive their sight and the lame would walk and all those types of things. He rolled it up, sat down. He said, now in your presence, this scripture has been fulfilled. So as you're going through Isaiah and you read that scripture, you see Jesus saying that in one of the gospels. So you really, if, when you do this with a group, you will hear people in the group go, oh, because <laughs> they're just getting the Bible like it's meant to be. And the Bible teaches the Bible. You know, there's New Testament verses that explain Old Testament verses, and it all comes together. The, the picture becomes clear over time. I'm just gonna read from uh, the contents here. Chapter two, or lesson two, is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Session three is Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, etc., etc. You get through the Old Testament by the end of uh, session eight, really. Session nine, 10, 11, 12, you really get into the New Testament. So by the time you're at session 12, you're through the book of Revelation. And then that's the end of the program. And you can, there's a feedback form here for you to give your opinion about the guide. Uh, your typical small group is gonna have, you know, maybe a, on a Tuesday night for an hour of Bible study and then an hour of fellowship. And then the people go home and they're smarter than they were. Right, <laughs> and that's exactly how it's designed. Like I said, I've done it three times with a group. And it is a uh, small group is usually two hours, and, and that's why it's 12 one-hour sessions. There's an hour of going through the program, an hour to hang out and, and talk and stuff. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Daniel Kennedy is going to explain his vision for how this can impact culture. In fact, it's already happening in Pakistan, India, around the world. People are reading the Bible, maybe for the first time. We'll be right back giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. 
Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now not just a book, but a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource. Or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God, and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17-part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Bible literacy is so important. There are so many of us Christians, maybe we've been Christians for many years, and yet we are not Bible literate. But now there's a tool that can help even a novice, even a beginner, begin to understand and get through the entire Bible in 12 one-hour sessions. Welcome back, Daniel Kennedy, for this uh, final segment of our program. Talk about your vision for this ministry. And I know people can get this product if they go to basicbibleguide.com. Again, that's basicbibleguide.com. But where else is it available? It's available on barnesnoble.com and amazon.com, a place called Create Space, another publisher. Um, there's a couple of bookstores here in town locally I've just walked into and they've been gracious enough to put it on the shelf. But um, my goal in and, uh, and for the future of Basic Bible Guide is what it always has been, and this has been a long journey by the way. Uh, I'm 53 now, so I was 23 when I heard that voice, you need to write, write a Bible study. It so, took you 30 years to write this guide which outlines the Bible. Right. I, th I think I actually published it, uh, self-published, about three years ago. And um, then I actually have another book, too. It's a, the same book cut up into 365 five-minute devotions that's uh, called Basic Bible Guide Daily Devotional with lines on each page for thoughts and notes, so it's also a journal. So there are two books, but they're the same content. But you're also a marketer, and you, you know how to publish things and promote things. You developed a Facebook page which has more international likes than it has American likes. So this, talk about Bible, basic Bible guide as 
as something that's available online for people overseas. Okay. You know, the marketing background you mentioned is in something completely different than this. I had no idea what to do with this, so I'm a complete novice. But um, I did stumble on uh, advertising on Facebook, and um, I have a Facebook page with Basic Bible Guide, so it's a business Facebook, so I saw a thing on there that said, advertise with this or something. So I started checking it around the world, actually. Started with America, you know, a certain set amount per day, uh, the different uh, categories and different age groups and things. So I was checking it out and doing a little research uh, in America and Canada, in uh, Australia and Europe, a lot of English speaking countries. There was not a lot of interest, although it was pretty good. It was, you know, 100 to 200 or so people per day that were clicking like. Then I thought, well, what other countries uh, speak English? And I thought of India. And um, so I went there and they started liking it almost by the thousands. And then as I'm looking at the different people that were on there, there were some Pakistan uh, people on there too, and Algerian and Egyptian. And so now there are thousands of people that have uh, liked Basic Bible Guide. You're up to 25,000 likes at last count that you said. Uh, and this is taking off in the Middle East. Of all the places, these are you know, Hindu or Muslim countries. Is this surprising to you? Very much except that, first of all, it's a God thing, so nothing surprises me. <laughs> Amen. Okay, it's all his plan and all his thing. But also with the uh, Basic Bible Guide, our tagline or co-title uh, um, is regardless of your beliefs. So when you go into Facebook, there's one little sentence that says, Basic Bible Guide is a nonprofit, by the way, uh, that um, is designed for, it's 125 pages, that's designed for anyone to understand the Bible regardless of their beliefs. Even if you're Muslim, even if you don't believe the Bible, it, like you said, in some of these junior high classes, there are non-believers sitting beside believers, and they're all coming together to understand the basics of the Bible. I even have a public school, high school, that a, a guy is teaching this during uh, lunch with a uh, public high school, teaching it to the students because of the regardless of your beliefs, the principal looked at it and said, oh yeah, this is, this is safe. And it's safe for public school curricula because it's not a biased, you know, it's not Presbyterian or Roman Catholic, it's just the Bible teaching itself. So that's safe for uh, even a secular environment, so to speak. You know, Dan, you like to pray and this is a show about prayer. I wonder if you would say a few words to the audience and then lead us in prayer. Sure. Well, I, you know, uh, Chaplain Gordon's been holding this up and I'll, I'll go ahead and show it to you guys again just so you can remember what it is. As I said, it's a nonprofit. I am in the process of putting this on the, uh, on the website for free for people to just download. I want everyone to use it. Um, and it is regardless of your beliefs. It is for every single person. A person this, this week asked me what was the age group, and I said anyone who can read, you know, from middle school or whatever. So uh, I hope this blesses everyone, and that's what I'm going to pray for. So Heavenly Father, we just love you and praise you and bless you and thank you so much for this uh, this ministry you've called me to do and. And uh, I have never know. Well, I guess when I see you face to face, I'll finally understand why you chose me, because. Uh, I, in my flesh and in my life, uh, I am not worthy. But because of Jesus, I am worthy. And I thank you, Father. I thank you so much for that. I thank you for these friends here that uh, put this program together and um, for just my, my breath and my life and uh, all the blessings that you give me. 
And I pray that your, your blessing on Basic Bible Guide would just go forth through the world, Father. Anybody can use it. Anybody can read it. It is so simple the way you've written it. Amen. And so I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our guest has been Daniel Paul Kennedy. His website, basicbibleguide.com. I'm Dr. Chaps. Call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Chaplain Klingenschmidt is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy who earned his Ph.D. in theology from Regent University. As a former Navy chaplain, by taking a public stand for freedom of speech and religious expression, and by sacrificing his own 16-year career and million-dollar pension, he was vindicated by the U.S. Congress, who changed the law and restored freedom for military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps not only defended the Constitution, but his petitions have helped change the law in 10 states, restoring freedom to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.